Hello and welcome back to Ask the Expert. My name is Sandy Minardi from Sandman Financial. If you would like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 918-232-7665 or you can visit us online at sandman.financial. It's S-A-N-D-M-A-N dot financial with no dot com after it. Oh, and I have a special announcement. We just rolled out a brand new website and it's got lots of great information. So while you're there, click on the radio page to check out past shows and there you can subscribe to our podcast. It's available on Google Play, Apple Podcast or Spotify. That should make it even easier to find our podcast. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting. You know, like like many other financial programs out there, our show talks a lot about 401k accounts and with good reason. They're one of the foundational components of retirement for millions of people. In fact, there's a good chance that many of you out there listening right now have at least one 401k of your own. But how well do you truly understand your 401k? You know that part of your paycheck funnels into your 401k so that you have a better chance at having the kind of retirement you truly want. But do you understand the details of what makes it tick? So the ins and outs of 401ks are going to be the focus of our show today. Before we get rolling with that topic, though, let me introduce my co-host, Tom Davis. Hey, Tom, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing well, Sandy. Thank you. I think breaking down the 401k is a great topic because, in my estimation, most folks have a basic understanding of what they are. When it comes to grasping all the moving parts, eh, some people might find it just a little bit more challenging. Oh, man, there are a lot of details. And like we discussed last week, if you remember when we discussed rollovers, you've worked hard to build that nest egg. So you sure don't want to mess it up when the time has come to plan for retirement. So what did I do? I went to one of my favorite go-tos, Investopedia, and I found a new article just came out uh, titled 401k Plans, The Complete Guide. It serves as a really great user-friendly guide, though many of our listeners already have a basic understanding of 401ks. I'm going to take just a minute to describe them a little bit. So here we go. In simple terms, a 401k is a tax-advantaged retirement account that's typically provided by employers. An employee's contribution is often automatically deducted from their paycheck, and in many cases, the employer matches the employee's contribution, at least up to a certain limit. Additionally, within the 401k family, there's two different kinds. There's traditional and Roth. And the primary difference is on how they're taxed. Now, I think I know this one, Sandy. With a traditional 401k, contributions are made with pre-tax dollars and withdrawals are taxed as income. And with the Roth IRA, contributions are made after tax and withdrawals are generally tax-free. Wow. Listen to you, Tom. You you have brought your A-game today. There's no cold weather fog in you today, Tom. Nope. <laughs> That's, and that is exactly right. Another thing to note with 401ks is that the employee is responsible for choosing specific investments within their 401k from the roster of options that their employer is going to provide. 
generally you choose from mutual funds and target date funds with a combination of stocks and bonds that all have a risk tolerance that's synced with your expected retirement date and your tolerance. And as most people probably know, 401ks do come with yearly contribution caps. What can you tell us about those? Mm, That's right. The max contribution amount that you may kick into your 401k is adjusted as needed for inflation. In 2021, the employee contribution cap is $19,500 a year for folks that are under 50 and is up to $26,000 for those at age 50 or older. That larger cap for those 50 or older people, that's called a catch-up contribution. Mm. Now, if you receive an employer contribution, or if you choose to make additional non-deductible after-tax contributions to your traditional 401k, the max employee-employer contribution total for anyone under 50 in 2021 is $58,000 or 100% of your salary, whichever smaller. If you're 50 or older in 2021, that limit tends to be north of 64,500. I just threw a lot of numbers at you. I know the mm-hmm. easy thing to remember is oh, either Google it, look it up on Investopedia, call any financial services professional, or talk to your company's plan administrator. When it comes to an employer match, formulas vary from company to company. A common formula is a match of, oh, about 50 cents for every dollar. An employee will contribute up to a predetermined max of the employee's salary. Now, a good rule of thumb is to contribute at least an amount that will trigger a full employer contribution. Making sure you're properly managing and maximizing your 401k is a great reason to add financial services professionals to your team. And I'm just curious, Sandy... If your employer offers both traditional and uh, Roth 401ks, can you contribute to both? Yes, you can, Tom. Hmm. But you should note that your total contributions of the two accounts can't exceed the max for one of the accounts, which, again, a while ago, what I mentioned was 19500 for people under 50 in 2021, kind of that one rule of thumb and those numbers we were just talking about. You also should note that employer contributions can only be earmarked for traditional 401ks, not for Roth 401ks. I think that's a really critical point for anyone thinking about splitting their money between a traditional 401k and a Roth 401k. So it might be wise to make sure you max out your employer contribution amount on your 401k before doing a Roth as well, right? Ah, good point. And yes, that is a solid strategy. Okay, so uh, can you tell us about uh, taking 401k withdrawals? Ooh, really important. You bet, Tom. The most important thing to remember is that once your money is in your 401k, whether either one, the Roth or the traditional, it's a big task to get it back out without getting slapped with a penalty. Therefore, it's important to save enough money aside for emergencies or things that you may want or need before you retire. The bottom line is don't put the entirety of your savings into a 401k. Reserve some of it in an easy-to-access rainy day fund where you won't have to pay substantial early withdrawal penalties. How hefty can those 
penalties be? Regardless of whether you have a traditional or 401k, you must be at least 59 and a half or in some cases 55 before you withdraw funds. If you aren't, you're likely to face an extra 10% early distribution penalty on top of the other taxes that you'll owe. There's other circumstances where the penalties don't apply, so it's important to know all the rules. This has been a great show so far today, Sandy. Do you have anything else for us before we take that short break? Well, I'd like to encourage our listeners to visit my new Sandman Financial website, sandman.financial, or call my office at 918-232-7665 to discuss how my team might be able to help answer your questions or address your concerns about 401ks. Uh, Roth 401ks or other other retirement issues. You know, it is your money, and our goal is to help you make the most of it. Thanks, Sandy. We're going to be right back with more insights into 401ks. Welcome back to Ask the Expert. My name is Sandy Minardi from Sand Demand Financial. If you would like more information about what you hear during the show, give me a call at 918-232-7665. Or visit us online at, at uh, sandman.financial. While you're visiting my new, new, new website, be sure to click on the radio page to check out past shows and subscribe to either Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. The radio page will also provide you with previous shows on a number of topics that might be of interest to you. One of which is Medicare. Yes, we have agents that are specializing in Medicare as well at Sandman. So if that's on your horizon, we can help. Now, today's on, on today's show, we've been chatting about everything it makes uh, it takes to make 401ks tick. Certainly, many people have a basic understanding of what 401ks are, but we're making an effort to dig a little bit deeper today. Now, this has really been a great show today, Sandy, and I'm excited for more of our conversation. So how would you like to get this segment started? Well, the Investopedia article, the 401k plans, um, the complete guide, it does a nice job of describing required minimum distributions or RMDs that we've talked about before. Both traditional IRAs and maybe Roth 401ks are subject to RMDs that your financial strategy should address. Once you've reached age 72, you're required to withdraw a percentage of your retirement account using IRS tables that are based on your life expectancy. However, if you're still working and your 401k is with your current employer, it's possible that you may not have to take RMDs from that uh, 401k, even if you're at age 72. Well, that's great information, Sandy. Earlier in the show, we discussed the differences between traditional and Roth 401ks. But can you also talk about what you see as some of the pluses and the minuses of each of them? Let's see. Broadly speaking, if you expect to be in a lower tax bracket after you retire, you might want to stick with a traditional 401k so that you can utilize tax breaks immediately like now in your lower tax bracket bracket and it also allows your your funds to grow on a tax deferred basis on the flip side if it's likely that you're going to be in a higher tax bracket after you're done working a Roth 401k might be the ticket because it can help you avoid some taxes later in life and like we've discussed on this show in all likelihood, taxes are going to go up from where we are right now. So, for example, if you're early in your career and your salary is still in the entry-level range, 
a Roth might be a strong move because your salary is going to rise as you grow in your career. Now, I think it's time that we get to one of the most critical questions there is when it comes to 401k, Sandy. What should a person do with a 401k when they leave their job? Oh, man. Okay. You couldn't be more right, Tom. And, you know, that's that's something that's been happening an awful lot during the past year. A lot of people have changed jobs and everything. And, and so uh, that's that's a topic that I'm dealing with an awful lot. So when you switch employers, it's it's something that countless Americans are facing. Either they have during this past year or they will at some point during their working life. I mean, we don't tend to stay at the same job anymore. In fact, a lot of workers might be confronted with this dilemma multiple times before they retire. Essentially, you have four options. You can withdraw the money, roll over your 401k into an IRA, leave it with your old employer, or move it to a new employer. Like most things in our financial lives, there's advantages and there's drawbacks to every one of these options. And I think our audience would really benefit if you could give us a quick rundown of each of those four options. Can you do that? Let's start with withdrawing the money. To be blunt about this one, it's usually a bad idea if you go this route, if you're younger than 59 and a half, Mm -hmm. unless you're really in a bind with something that's of a true emergency. Remember, the money will be taxable in the year that you withdraw it, but you could also potentially be hit with an extra 10% early distribution tax if you're under 59 and a half. Now, that's unless, of course, you qualify for one of the IRS stipulations that would give you an exception, such as permanent disability. That's an example. Um, There is also an exception if you separate from service from your, your job after age 55, but it only applies to 401ks from the, from the employer you just left. With Roth 401ks, your contributions can be withdrawn tax-free and without a penalty. But bear in mind that earnings are taxable if you're younger than 59 and a half and may be subject to a 10% early penalty withdrawal. Well, you certainly made a strong case for only withdrawing your money when you leave a job only as a last resort. Uh, So why don't you tell us now about rolling your 401k into an IRA when you leave the job? You know, remember, some of these rules are in place to protect you. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it sounds like, well, it's my money. I ought to be able to do what I want to with it. But but know that they're really designed to help you make sure that you do have some uh, funds put back to supplement your Social Security and stuff when you do get to the retirement age. So that's kind of the underlying goal of some of these rules and regulations that have been put in place. By moving your money into an IRA, you may be able to avoid getting hit with taxes right away while also maintaining your account's tax advantage status. Another potential benefit is that an IRA typically gives you more investment options than your employer plan does. The IRS has significant rules for those rollovers, so please make sure you work with a professional who can help you navigate those. Like we discussed in last week's show, when doing an indirect rollover of your 401k money, it has to be rolled over within 60 days of withdrawal to avoid those taxes and penalties. Well, okay, often an employer, they'll allow a former employee to keep their 401k in their old plan, Mm -hmm. though you can't continue to make contributions after you've left the company, Mm -hmm. and they certainly aren't going to be putting any more money in it. No. Um, Additionally, (laughs) in in many cases, if you have less than $5,000 in your 401k, 
your former employer may make you move your money. And how about that fourth option, you know, moving it to your new employer? Depending on your new company, you may be able to move your previous 401k into their new plan. And just like an IRA rollover, it can be done to help keep the account in a tax-deferred status and avoid getting hit with any taxes. Going this route also means much of the rollover work is left to the new plan's administrator. So in the time we have remaining today, do you have some final tips? Yeah, I do. I have, I think, some really good ones. And this is really having to do with while you're still working and have a 401k. You know, as I researched for today, I did run across some good insights on ways that you can look at to get the most out of your 401k. First one is not to accept the default savings rate. New employees are more likely than ever to be automatically signed up for a retirement account when they begin their job. With that, it's common to have, I don't know, a standard 3% of their pay funneled into their company's plan. While 3% is insignificant, you should strongly consider beefing that number up a bit, especially if you're eager to maintain your current lifestyle after you retire. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Well, it's easy just to take that automatic rate and forget about it, but there are clearly some good reasons to push your savings percentage as high as possible. There there really are. And then, you know, along with that, make sure you're getting your employer's match. We talked about this earlier in the show, but let's just quickly reiterate. It's common for an employer to match 50 cents for each dollar you save up to 6% of your salary, Okay. So not 3%. So, you know, make sure you know what that max employee match amount is so that uh, you can take advantage of it. Because if you don't, you're essentially leaving free money sitting on the table. One other thing to think about is uh, to strongly consider staying with your employer until you're fully vested in that company's 401k plan. Usually most companies are five or six years. Some companies offer a vesting schedule that allow employees to keep some of their match before they're fully vested, while others require you to give up all of your match if you leave before their vesting date. So uh, plotting your career move while uh, factoring in that you'll be fully vested with your current company certainly seems like a smart play to me, Sandy. What do you have for us next? Maximize your tax break. As we discussed earlier, the traditional 401k lets you defer paying income taxes on the money you save and you can currently contribute 19500 into your plan if you're younger than 50 years old, remember, and 26000 if you're 50 or older. Hmm. Okay. Got it. Any thoughts about the uh, Roth 401ks? Perhaps the biggest advantage of a Roth 401k is that they're an easy way to diversify. As you know, Roth 401ks use after-tax dollars, which means that your eventual withdrawals are are predominantly tax-free. There's exceptions, but usually they're tax-free. For younger workers, the lower-wage workers who expect to climb tax brackets as they grow in their careers, this can make them really valuable. Now, for those already close to retirement, a Roth 401k may be a good way to add some some tax diversity and financial flexibility to a retirement strategy. No matter where you're at in your career, contributing to both a traditional and a Roth might be a solid strategy. Well, making sure you're taking advantage of your 401k options is another great reason to work with a financial services professional. Oh, I don't know, maybe like Sandy. 
<laughs> I couldn't agree more, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next thing to focus on is is not to cash out too early. Now, that's something we noted earlier in this show, but let's go a little bit deeper now. Again, most people are likely to switch jobs once, if not multiple times during their careers. And while it might be tempting to spend the cash in your current 401k, don't forget that you're going to pay a 10% early withdrawal penalty on top of income tax on what you withdraw if you're under 59 and a half. Also, when you withdraw your 401k money, rather than rolling it over, you're sacrificing the potential growth and the retirement plan that it was all designed to create for you in the first place. Mm -hmm. Well, you mentioned diversification a little earlier. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Ah, yeah, you bet. Of course, you know, some 401ks, they can lose money. But one way to help avoiding too much risk is by focusing on a healthy mix of assets that match your risk tolerance. Working with a financial services professional to periodically reassess your your financial goals is a really good idea. Here's one idea that I'm actually working with someone on. When you change jobs or leave employment, you may want to take a portion of your 401k and roll it into, say, a fixed indexed annuity IRA to remove it from market risk and to also have a tool in your portfolio that can provide lifetime income when you need it. Above all else, don't make changes to your 401k on a whim or particularly during emotional moments in your life. Stick to your strategy and stick with your financial services professional. When it comes to 401ks, patience and discipline are essential. Well, this has been a great show today, Sandy. But oh, look, we're out of time again. You know how that goes. Do you have anything else before mm-hmm. we go today? I feel like we have covered a heck of a lot of information in this episode. So if you would like more information about what we discussed, maybe give this one another listen. I encourage you to visit my new website at sandman.financial or call my office 918-232-7665. So we can discuss with you how we can answer your questions about this, other financial issues, or even Medicare. Thanks, Sandy. And remember, Sandy's number again, 918 918- 232-7665. Give her a call. And this concludes our time for today's Ask the Expert with Sandy Minardi from Sandman Financial and me, your co-host, Tom Davis. Hey, take care, stay healthy, and God bless you. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Sandman Financial and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Sandman Financial makes no representations to its accuracy or completeness. This commercial shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or advisory services to residents of any state other than those states where otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Implementation. Insurance products and services are offered through Sandman Financial and the affiliated companies. Sandman Financial and the insurance companies represented are not affiliated or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. The information provided is not legal or tax advice, and you should consult an attorney or tax advisor for such advice.